Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Maddie. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, we're answering the question, is it too late to be a creator or influencer? As creators, we hear this question a lot, and we want to share our perspective on a quote-unquote saturated market. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's the last movie you saw in theaters? I have seen Thor Love and Thunder twice now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Once because I just like we wanted to see it right when it came out. So that was like the reason the first time. Well, actually, when it first came out, Sam and I were on our anniversary trip. So we wanted to see it like the day it came out because we normally do that with the Marvel stuff. But we didn't get to because we were leaving. And I was like, that's going to be so hard to try to coordinate seeing that like while we're on our trip. So we were like, no, we'll wait till we get back literally the day after we got back. We went and saw it. Oh, good. So good. I was so happy because I was very disappointed with the Doctor Strange movie. You didn't like the... Nope. Multiverse of Madness. Really? Did not like it. No. Why? It was so all over the place. And it was like so like... It just like... I don't know. I was expecting it to like tie in more things and it really didn't. And I get that like we're in a new phase of like the Marvel universe, right? So I know like that's why like right now they're doing the individual story establishings and then it's all going to connect together. But like I was just expecting more out of it. And also like, I don't know, it just it felt like really like cheesy at points. Like Uh I thought it was good. Yeah. It's just not my favorite. I was like kind of disappointed. Like I walked out of it and I was just like, eh. Yeah. It was okay. Okay. But I loved Thor Love and Thunder. I have to watch it. You I haven't do, seen it? No. I, I, okay, so out of the Marvel universe, I don't really like Thor. Thor was horrible in the first, like, I think two or three. I'm but with you on that. Have yeah. you seen, like, the, so not this last one, not the one that's in theaters right now, but the one before it? What was the last? Um, I can't Ragnarok? remember. Ragnarok? Yeah. Is that that one? Yeah. So I finally caught up. And so we, I had this conversation with my sister and her husband, so my brother-in-law. And I literally, and they were like, why don't you like Thor? And I was like, because the original movie was hyper-masculine. Yeah. Look at me and my big muscles and my hammer. Are you so kidding dumb. me? <laughs> I literally so was like, dumb. I am like actually like not impressed. And they were kept giggling because they were like, wow, like we didn't even think about that. But it's His like, character I am a stupid man with, <laughs> with hammer. I'm going to pick a fight and start a war. And anyway, so I literally, it was I'm all sorry, about not, like brawn. It was all just uh, like, I'm going to fight you. Like you, like I'm so big and mighty and I'm going to fight whoever I want. It's like, okay, I, calm down. I literally, and so, I mean, again, character development wise, he obviously has grown so much as a character yeah. through the movies. Anyway, so I will, I'll probably see it when it comes out. I never really like, I mean, I never really was like a big movie person. Brayden actually just saw our first movie since the pandemic. What? Like a month ago. What? Yeah. We ha- don't go. Okay. We're going to IPIC together. <laughs> we're doing a double date in IPIC. I'm dragging you. I literally we just don't. Have you ever been to IPIC? No. Mm-mm. I am. I am staring at Emma. <laughs> we are doing a double date in IPIC. Okay. How have you not, friend? We really? I love movies. I, the thing is, when we're there, I'm like, oh my god, I love this. I love the experience. I love the comfy chairs. The AMC theater near us, obvi- like all the chairs are super comfortable and heated and warm, all that stuff. But like, we, yeah. Anyways, I'm literally dragging you. <laughs> okay. I love going to the movies. Anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> so last movie we saw was the first movie we've seen since 2019, and we watched Easter Sunday. 
um, which was so exciting. It's Joe Coy's movie. Oh, that's right. We're talking yes. about that. Yes. And so it was literally crazy. So I'm so happy. Um, literally for the first time in my life, my family walked into a movie and the family looked like us. Oh, that's so which cool. Which is kind of a crazy experience. Obviously, there's other like prominent movies out there um, featuring, you know, Asian characters, but like literally a Filipino-American family on the like a Filipino American family, like watching the movie, seeing them on the big screen, like was a really cool experience. And I was literally watching my parents. They were like nudging each other back and forth because they were like <laughs> understanding it. And there were characters who related to them, spoke like them, you know, traditions were reflected on screen. And so anyways, um, yeah, that was like a really cool experience I feel yeah. like. And so um, I think like a fun fact, this is the first major emotion picture featuring an all Filipino cast. And I know like, I think one thing Joe Koi was talking about was like, he was getting pushed back initially because they're like, it's too niche, it's too niche. Like, who's just going to relate to like a Filipino family or whatever that may be. But it's crazy because like, I think about it, I was like, yeah, but like the Philippines was an American colony and it's yeah. like very integrated in Western culture. And there, you know, a, chances are like, I, I feel like there's enough people who can relate to this. Oh yeah. Because like, there's other stories that we see and I was like yeah I may not be Chinese I may not be you know whatever this race is but like I can relate from like an immigrant standpoint and so yeah that was the first first movie we've seen in theaters since the pandemic no but honestly I loved your picture outside it too that was really cool oh, yeah but it's just like a representation matters like it's it huge like and being able to like especially as like a kid like being able to see that like how cool is that like for sure even like I mean the tiny right I'm like not to, but like the tiniest things for me like I do love seeing that like a lot of like mixed families are being represented for sure I didn't really see that as much growing up and I was like this sure. is really weird how do I navigate like people telling me like why is your dad so dark are you mm -hmm. adopted like like I didn't really know how to navigate that that tiny thing like made a big difference for me so mm -hmm. like I can't imagine like what that level of representation like means to different communities for sure like even like the Miss Marvel did you do watch Miss Marvel I loved it it was so good I loved it Ms. was Marvel. so good and like I just thought that was the coolest thing like because it was just like there were so many pieces of that culture that I didn't understand mm -hmm. that like you see like bits and pieces of but I never got to understand and like seeing that through that lens was just the coolest thing for sure the coolest thing and it's also like really great like even if you're not a part of that culture like to be able to educate yourself to a level and then also realize like there's so much more that you need to learn yeah and all yeah for sure and I yeah I loved Miss Marvel because again I am not Pakistani but like the way her parents were navigating things letting her go to AdventureCon exact words my parents would have said <laughs> you want to go to a party yeah without us I literally was like that's my mom like I'm dead this is actually my experience <laughs> well and then also like it was I don't for me like even when her parents like ended up like knowing that she went and they were like I don't know you anymore but then they like also like forgave her and yeah. like accepted her I was like what oh my god my, the, again exact words my mom literally said to me when I was literally a, an American teenager growing up my my parents would be like we don't know who you are and I was just like so it's so frustrating you're yeah. literally like and then I, you see that on screen it's again I'm not Pakistani and but I'm like oh my god I totally can relate to her because like this this was like the immigrant experience growing up so anyways 
sorry we're like not even like in the episode honestly <laughs> this, this was i love talking about this stuff though like yeah. it's just so cool i want to see i really want to see that movie too it's good i it's need a, to go see it it's fun it's just like fun lighthearted. um yeah and again like I think a lot of there's some criticisms were like, well, is this like really a good storyline, blah, blah, blah. But I think the bigger thing is, again, for the first time, like it's an all Filipino cast by a major motion picture like Steven Spielberg, like signed off on this project. So like, that's, oh, that's a big cool. deal. That's a huge deal. So, OK, we can jump into today's episode. <laughs> Who needs to talk episodes? I mean, honestly, I love that. I think that's like very important. to chat. So I love that. Yeah. So I'm glad we went on a little bit of a tangent <laughs> and I'm still dragging you to iPick. By the we way, go. we're going. I love iPick. Anyway, getting into the episode, <laughs> if you are an aspiring creator or influencer, you might be wondering if it's quote unquote too late to get started. You guys, I've literally like Emma and I were talking. We have heard this for so like this is years. No, no matter what point like you're joining Like, you could have been on Instagram day two and people would probably be like, oh, no, it's, like, too late. Like, there's already, like, too many. Like, like the big creators that have their blogs are already bringing it over and they're going to be, like, literally, no. We are here to tell you (laughs) that it is not too late. And here are a few reasons why. So reason number one, again, people have been saying that the market is saturated for years. Yet, there are still new creators who emerge, build communities, go viral, and take their content creation careers full-time. Arguably, Bella Porch, for example, started like pretty late in like the spectrum of like things going viral on TikTok. And she is now like a really like phenomenal like singer. Like that's kind of what she's pivoted like towards. I know Build a Bitch was like her main one, but she's starting to release more music now. She's incredibly talented. She is so talented. Like it's actually really cool. So I like love hearing like her like that's been really cool to watch. And she started quote unquote late in the game, like comparably to some of the other creators that were there for from like day one musically like going viral and so we would encourage you to think about other industries like the entertainment industry because like no one's going to tell you it's too late to become an actress or comedian because no, there are like new movies and TV shows made every year and just the same. And those new movies and TV shows are all made with like the new trends and like the new things that like people are focused on and the new things that are important to people literally tying it back to what we were just talking about. Like people didn't honestly like representation wasn't like people didn't really yeah that was like not a priority 15 years ago at least the people in the industry like the people like us consumers would have loved to see that but the people in the industry actually running it like didn't care and now people actually care which is why we're starting to see like representation in films and so that's a huge pivot and so then there becomes a niche for that there becomes a niche for like being able to like like fulfill like those needs in that platform and so things are always changing what people are looking for is always changing so no it is not too late because there are always different things that people are looking for and reason to number you and reason to you guys instead of focusing on this saturated market we recommend redirect your focus on how you're going to differentiate yourself because i think sometimes people are like oh my gosh am i even going to stand out you know in the sea of creators and influencers out there and so instead of thinking like oh my god there's too many people out there like i don't know how to like even stand out it's like I would just take that energy and redirect it and really think about 
how you can tell your own story in your own unique way and think about the things that make you special as a creator. Maybe there's like a unique life experience or perspective that you bring to the table. So we're just going to give a quick example. So if you're wanting to start a style page, again, there's lots of fashion creators out there on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, right? But there's a lot of ways that you can niche down within style and fashion. You could do thrifted style, You could do building a whole capsule wardrobe and going through that journey of cleaning out your closet and, you know, purging and really figuring out those key pieces. You could share everyday outfits for college. Maybe if you're a college student and it's your freshman year or your senior year and you want to talk about like which you know, college outfit wardrobe essentials make the most sense. You could do everyday outfits for busy parents. You could do fantasy cottage core style. That's like still a really big trend. Um, also beachy coastal style. Like if you live in a warm climate area, maybe that's like all the types of style, you know, that you want to create. So again, right, like you could say, oh, it's too late to start to start a fashion TikTok, but there's so many ways to do that. Yeah, there are so many different ways to do that. And like even like just you can niche down. I mean, we've talked about niching down. You can listen to like all of those like episodes as well. But like you can get as specific as I am a thrifted style blogger with like this body type. And like I am showing people how to style for this body type because there are like a lot of like I've noticed like I've seen on my for you page on TikTok, like a lot of creators who bought whose bodies look like mine like which everyone has like a unique body right but then it's just like I'm like I don't know how to style it I don't know how to style it for my face shape I don't know how to style it because like there are people that you see every day in magazines that are like twigs and like they are trying to like I shouldn't well I shouldn't say that that's kind of like skinny I mean I don't mean to skinny shame no it's okay but for a long time in traditional media right a specific type of body type was highlighted and was put on the pedestal as the ideal body type Mm -hmm. but that even changed a little bit right like I feel like there's this whole area of BBL and like being curvy because like the Kardashians like made it a thing to have a specific type of body type right so all of that stuff right well I guess like the thing that we're trying to say is that like what's been being touted on traditional media like that is not the, you do not have to have spit, fit into specific mold to be successful online. That's why you should niche down. Yeah, because that's what people want. Like, I want to see someone who looks like me, even though like I, there are a bunch of people that do have like my body type, but it's not like something that's necessarily like portrayed in the media every day on how to like style for this specific body type. Like I might not see that in a magazine. So it's really cool to find creators who do have like your body type, your face shape, who might be able to like, or even like hooded eyelids. Like that's like a big thing. Like on TikTok, it's like, here's how to do eyeliner for hooded eyelids. Here's how to do makeup for hooded eyelids. Like niching down, like you could literally do how to do cottage core style makeup for hooded eyelids. And like that is a whole niche of people that would be so interested in learning more from you. So the more you can niche down, the better. I promise you there are people that are interested in it. And then reason number three is there's always going to be a need for people to understand how to produce content online. So no matter the size of the business, brands need people who A, know how to do short form video and long form video content, B, how to know, know how to write copy for social media platforms, C, know how to take and edit photos, D, know how to do community management and have a deep understanding of their audience. Like even celebrities like way back when, when social media wasn't like really a thing, like 
people had to know their audience and like their community and like even actually have you watched the Woodstock documentary I haven't it's I've seen it on it's on Netflix right I think so yeah yeah I have not seen it though yeah it, even that it's just like the types of bands that they chose to go to Woodstock 99 ended up shaping like well at least this is what they were saying right but ended up shaping the experience and like what happened like there was a lot of there was definitely a lot of other factors I do want to clarify it wasn't just but like it was a like it was a niche of like people and they needed to prepare for like that kind of audience and they didn't do the right research because you need to know your audience you need to know what your audience is interested in you need to know what gets your audience excited you need to know like all of these things so even before social media was a big thing big creators or big like Influ- quote unquote influencers celebrities need to know who they're marketing to yeah and again content creation is just like it's a broad term for a ton of skill sets so no matter what you guys like if you decide to work with brands or you decide to bring on clients right people are going to just need that specialty skill set and so it's again like I don't think it's too late to become a creator because creating online is like now not a norm but I would say like it's a really big need for a lot of people so reason number four you guys instead of focusing on a saturated market we recommend starting to think of ways to build your skills as a creator by improving your skills you'll be able to increase your confidence and your craft so if you are chances are I think when people ask like oh my gosh is it too late like I'm just worried this isn't gonna work like sometimes that's coming from a place of fear and a place of insecurity and I think one thing that helps shift your mindset is like if you're able to start feeling confident in your skills as a creator you actually don't focus like on worrying about whether it's too late or not and so just shifting your mindset right once you start to improve your skills you start to feel more confident and then hopefully you don't focus on like that you know the lack of you get to focus on like what you're actually growing and building so we recommend starting to film and edit videos um, starting to take and edit your photos maybe consider copywriting classes there's online courses out there or even like local courses at your community college to help start build your skills as a creator we also recommend starting to listen to podcast episodes and skills that you want to build or industries that you want to work in just like starting to broaden and expand your knowledge as a creator will help you again feel more confident and that's such a great way to just like refocus your energy. Like again, the the purpose of like this reason, right? Like you're you have a finite amount of energy. Like if you just spend all that time saying the market is too saturated, then nothing's gonna happen. Yes, genuinely, yeah, nothing, nothing will happen if you just sit there and you're just like the market's too saturated. It's not worth it. Then it won't work. <laughs> it just won't work. So just focus your energies elsewhere. Focus on things that bring you joy so that you don't get burnt out. Of course, it is so hard to like ignore like the hard things. Like it is really hard to ignore like the amount of time it takes and like how slow growth can be sometimes and like how overwhelming building a community might be. Like that is all very overwhelming and like takes time and you can't just like flip a switch and say, no, I'm not going to focus on this anymore. I'm only going to be positive. That's toxic positivity. We don't do that here, (laughs) but it does take some time to like pivot, but like really just like ground yourself and like try to bring yourself back to your why and the reason why you're doing this and focus on the things that bring you joy about content creation 
And if you enjoy what you're doing, your audience will see that. For sure. For sure. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure that you rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you guys can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creators Podcast. Make sure you sign up for our email newsletter, join our Facebook group, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.